What is up, everybody? Matt Swifty Perry here with the Leader Swift Podcast. I'm so excited for our guest today. He's my friend Tyshawn Roland. Tyshawn is the youth pastor at Free Chapel Church right outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Man, his ministry journey is so cool to watch and see where God has moved him in different places of leadership. But Tyshawn has such an important conversation all about leadership, especially in this time period that we are in. I'm very pumped for this episode. Go ahead and share it with a friend. However you share it, wherever you're listening to this, share it on your social media, share it with a friend. Make sure you click subscribe and follow us at LeaderSwift on Instagram. We don't want you to miss any episodes that come out every single week. And so we're going to jump into this conversation with Tyshawn Rowland. What is up, everybody? I'm here with my friend Tyshawn Roland. How's it going, bro? Doing good, man. How are you? Man, I'm so good. It's starting to cool down in Phoenix. It's not 120 anymore, so it's great. Pumpkin spice lattes are back. That is my favorite. That is my favorite. <laughs> and I used to work for Starbucks. One nine six six nine four two. Employee numbers. How about you, boy? You used to work for Starbucks. I used to work for Starbucks. Dude, dog, I was loyal. I thought out my goal. I wanted to be a manager. Like wow. and then one day I was done with it. And so I just kind of quit. <laughs> Man, Tyshawn, tell us a little bit about you, uh, where you're at right now and your leadership journey. Yeah, man. Um, well, I my leadership journey started in Las Vegas at the church LV. I'm pretty sure you know Pastor Benny Perez and kind of just grew up in that church and I was there about 13, 14 years. And from there, I did my internship. And after being there for a few years, we transitioned. I just kind of felt like I needed to do something new. Leadership felt like I needed to do something new. So I went to a little old church called Elevation Church to um, just to learn. And my plan was actually to like, you know, do their internship and then go back home. But as I got there, I just started really being challenged. I started seeing things from a new perspective and just felt like, it was the right place for me to be at for that season of my life. And that led me to do another program within the church, which led me to actually come on staff at the church. And I was on staff at Elevation doing a guest experience, one of the guest experience directors at the main location. And it you it taught me how to literally lead without a microphone. Like, you know what I do now kind of has a microphone, but back in the day it didn't. And when I was there, that was all I was learning. And then after that, um, God opened up a door for me to come on staff at Free Chapel as a youth pastor, and then it's 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 required a different level of leadership, different from elevation, but the same amount of demand. So that's pretty much who I am, and and what I where, where the things that have taught me. Bro, you've been under some of like the best leadership, but not only that, some so many different leadership cultures, right? Like Pastor Benny, Pastor Stephen, Pastor Jensen, they're all different leaders. And so I'm sure you've got so many different perspectives. No, yeah, bro. And, you know, that's probably been the most beneficial thing now, especially when it comes to leading leaders within our church, because I think in different, you know, different churches, you learn different things. And under Pastor Benny, there's a lot of things that the core of who I am 
was formed at that church, you know, sensitivity to the spirit and understanding the leadership and understanding to just the basic principles of like honor, you know, the power of the tithes, just simple things you just really had to know. And then from there, you know, you go to Elevation Church that it was literally just a huge church in, in numbers, a huge church in influence, and you have to learn systems. So you have to be intentional about those systems. You got to follow the systems. You got to know that's how a church like that is structured. Then you come to uh, Free Chapel and it's literally been doing so many extracurricular great things by themselves. So you got the church, but then you got forward conference, you got divine conference, you got these big events that we do all throughout the year that, that require a different level of demand. So it, I feel like in, in the cool way, it's been like really hard growing up um, in leadership, but it's also benefited me because I've seen where my growth has come from all these places. Bro, that's so good. You are, God just has this anointing on you where you've just been privileged to speak at all of these churches and conferences and it's incredible to watch. If you're in this conference you're teaching at and you have a room full of leaders and they're like, Tyshawn, what's one leadership principle that you can teach us today? What's that leadership nugget principle you're teaching to a group of leaders? Man, that's a, that's, that, that's a phenomenal question. You, you just know how to put the work in. Um, <laughs> I think right now, I, I would say true leadership is determined by going into people's worlds and having influence in their world. And that's what you have to do. And I think for so long for me as a youth pastor, um, I graded my level of leadership by how many I could draw into the room. And once you got into the room, if you followed me, I felt like, well, I was a good leader. You know, now I've got some people that are coming to the church that are getting saved, getting plugged in, got some younger leaders coming in, learning, giving them opportunity in, in, in some way. You know, that is leadership. That's when they come into your world and you help them develop and you help disciple them to be who they're called to be. But I think when... One thing that my leaders actually reminded me of in this season of quarantine is that we came to this place where like we're still in quarantine right now. We haven't had live services and it's been really, really hard when you're a student pastor and you can't see students. Eventually you're like, man, I can't I can't do this whole algorithm YouTube thing. It's just it's just a lot of work and we still have a great team, but, you know, it's not what I planned on doing. And I started feeling just this level of just discouragement, depression, because I couldn't see the young people that. I miss so much. And a lot of my leaders were feeling the same sentiment. And they just made a decision to start going out to the skate park, like right in Gainesville, about five, five, 10 minutes from my house in local skate park. This skate park has always been there. You know, it's, there's nothing special about it. It's just one of the good skate parks. And they decided to go because there was a lot of young people going. And they just started going like once a day, uh, once a week, you know, then twice a week, they start telling me about it. And I hear about it and I was like, let me just see if, the, the, if this is really real. And I remember going to the skate park, Matthew, and when I got on the skate park, people already knew me. Oh, that's Pastor Todd. Hey, Pastor Todd, nice to meet you. And I'm like, oh, hold on. You're not from Free Chapel. I've never met you in, in, in my life. And then you see my leaders walk around all these students and they're having influence. They're having more influence on the skate park than they ever had in the auditorium. And this simple act of going into the world of those you feel called 
to lead and call to pastor. I think for me, when I think leadership, I naturally think being a pastor. So I think if I'm called really to be a leader to a group of people, I have to go into their world and not just expect them to go into mine and, and know that all these principles that I teach that work really well in environments I create, they need to also work in environments that I can't create, that I also can't control. So that would be the thing that I would be teaching a lot of things because a lot right now, that's what my leaders have honestly been teaching me. Wow, that's so good. Yeah, I love jumping on Instagram. I think it's like Tuesdays or Thursdays that you usually post them, something like that. Yeah. But you're, you're at the skate park, and it's hilarious to watch you skate. Um, but I think the coolest part, rather than watching you fall off the skateboard, has been to watch this crowd of students around you watching you try and skate. Uh, because that yeah. shows the influence in the time you've spent with them that they yeah. gather and watch. And it's not just you trying to skate over there by yourself. But there's literally a crowd watching you, cheering you on, laughing with you. Um, and that shows that level of influence you have. Yeah. I mean, thank you, dude. I think I'm again, I think my leaders are showing me this. And I think for me, it kind of speaks to, you know, as preachers, we always talk about that everywhere Jesus went, you know, he drew crowds. And when we think of those, when we think about drawing crowds, we used to think about drawing crowds in a church context, like, you know, drawing crowds in my room, in my auditorium, in my building, for my conference, for my event. You know, rarely is it like going outside of your church event to also draw more crowds than you ever could with a church event. And now when I look at the life of Jesus and I just see where he there was something about him that everywhere he went, he drew crowds, but he drew crowds in different environments. They weren't coming. They were they were going to where he was and he was going to where they were. And everywhere he went, he just had influence. So I feel like in this season, that's what it's demanded me as a youth pastor. So it's been very helpful just to see my leaders lead me in this season in a weird way. That's dope. Let's talk about that process, though. Because what you said I think is so essential, but there, I think there's a process of like, how do I do that? Like, uh, how do I know, how do I get into other people's worlds? Like, yeah. how, how can I see that and how can I do that practically? Yeah, I think the first one, man, the first principle would be get out of your world, you know? Like, I got to leave my box. And my box has been my office, um, 9 to 5, Monday through Thursday, and then um, in the church auditorium on Wednesday nights and then on Sunday mornings, you know, in my free chapel auditorium. And so like, it's like, that's been my world. That's what I commit to. That's what I go to. That's just is what it is. So like, if you're going to, if I'm going to impact anybody, it's going to be through those times. And then I had to realize I'm okay. Once I got into quarantine, I was like, okay, well, this is getting kind of weird. So I'm just stretching and I just really wanted to get out. And then wanting to get out the house, I was like, how can I see more young people? And I had to get out of my routine and I had to just to go where they are. And you just have to notice where they are. And I thought it was so interesting that like, you know, I've been a youth pastor almost two years at this at, at Free Chapel and I never knew of the state park, but it was so close to my house. And I never knew. I'm praying that God will do revival. I'm praying that God send them in. I didn't know they were 13 minutes, like 10 minutes away. I had no idea. But I had to leave my routine. I had to leave my world. And I had to go to where they are. I would encourage everybody, like, again, for any pastors to, you know, go to the basketball courts, you know, go to the skate parks, go to the, um, you know, the running trails, go, go wherever you think they are, go to the mall, go to the movies, go to where you think they are and just have influence in their life. You know, don't be weird, but just know 
just go and just be connected. And I think when you get out of your world and you find theirs, it will lead you naturally to the place of um, true leadership because now you put a demand on yourself that um, the church environment can't always back you in. So it has to be you. You have to step into the opportunity. You have to really just reach out to the kid. You have to really be open, you know? So I just think the, those would be the steps that I think could help us get leadership in other worlds. That's so good. I like what you said, and it just popped in my head. Leadership requires leaving. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, we have to leave our comforts. We have to leave, like, our box and our world to step into other people's. Absolutely, man. I think I think you have to leave something to lead something. Like, that's just kind of what it has to be. And I think Jesus represents that. And I, and I think even you, I've, I've seen that in your life. You know, I know that everywhere that I've seen your ministry journey, you 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 left it better but then you led to the next thing. And I think that's how it's supposed to be, but you got to always be taking steps to the next direction. That's so good. Thank you so much, Tyshawn. Tyshawn, what are you doing uh, to lead yourself well? Like what's one thing you're like, man, this is how I'm leading myself. Maybe it's something you're reading, listening to, just growing. Uh, but what are you doing? You know what? I kind of recommitted to, you know, the good old Craig Rochelle leadership podcast. You know, I always, I've always watched it. Um, here and there. And when it first came out, I was so committed. And I think when we got out of quarantine in the sense of like going back to church offices, I kind of like got out of routine of like developing myself as a leader. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know I was, I was just so busy trying to get back in order that I just stopped developing myself. And so I literally went to Target, got a journal and um, every day uh, after I do my scripture uh, time with Jesus, I'll just sit down, watch it. I'll watch an episode. I know it's a lot for some people. They may like watch one a week or something, but I literally watch an episode a whole uh, a day and I just sit down and I annotate on all of it and I try to apply it to my life. And literally whenever I learn that morning, I just try to apply it, whether it's, you know, how to focus on the right things, how to, how to orient my life around my strengths or how to, you know, balance my time, whatever I learned that morning, I'm just trying to put into practice and I've seen it benefit um, me and my personal life so well. So that's, the one thing I'm just doing. I'm recommitted to the good old Craig Rochelle. That's so good. Yeah, that is one of the best podcasts you can listen to. Really helped me, inspired me for this podcast. Thank you so much, bro. Uh, such an incredible word that you had for us. Tyshawn, where can people find you online? Oh, man. You can find me on Instagram, Tyshawn Roland, T Y S H O N E R O L A N D. Or you can find our, all of our messages on YouTube. Um, so you go to youtube.com slash youth, And so you can look us up there and you'll see our messages. And then you can reach out to me if you ever have any questions. So That's yeah. dope. You're one, you of my, so one, of, me, one of my favorite people in the world. So definitely give him a follow. And you can watch him fall off a skateboard too. But he's gotten better. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, man. It hurt my ankles, dude. I haven't, I've been off of it for two weeks. I was like, I'm getting old now. Uh, thanks so much, bro. Thank you, dude. See you later.